0: Good evening and welcome to the football babble. We will be changing this up next week and going live as I fixed my lead here. Um live across socials. I'd I'd imagine the easiest one will be Twitter. So it'll be live across Twitter. So you'll be able to interact with us during the podcast. Fingers, crossed. We used, fingers crossed, yeah. Something we used to do um on Facebook and I think it was uh I think everyone loved it and we, we got quite a good bit of viewers and stuff and people interacted so next week uh sunday night we'll put plenty of stuff out this week that remind you we're going to be going live um on a video and you'll be able to get involved and join in uh, so look forward to that just myself phil brenton and paddy tonight uh, steve can't make it um hopefully mighty Mind is feeling better Um and johnny was supposed to be on uh but he's he's gone AWOL so we we reckon the craig alvin mcdonald's mafia finally got him and hopefully kicked his balls in for his bad manners that he gave them over a year ago hopefully that is the outcome um I we're made of chat- Burger. <laughs> yeah we're <laughs> going to hopefully this shove a chicken big Mac at was whole Um, we're going to um reminds about- me of a,
1: there's a time tato maybe a tato T- T- asked me to surprise him at mcdonald's it's like uh he, oh, he, no. he was pretty drunk and he goes um he goes what do you to surprised me. surprised me and uh, I come out with a uh, um, veggie burger and chocolate milkshake,
0: and you've never seen a more disappointed <laughs> guy in your life. <laughs> I, I, I'd have beat you to death, buddy. I'd have beat you to death. Um, that just shows how nasty you are as a person. Um, we're just gonna chat. I know about- a fella Charles. that used to get a uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> this, is
2: right? Right? A McDonald's this is job. chaos tonight. Um, yeah, a I, valley I, I I used to. This was his genuine order. Like he, he wasn't drunk. Like he used to get two fillet fish meals on a bottle of water. I was. I was his order. Like that's a random one. Is it, not horrific. Like. <laughs> if you're getting a McDonald's, I'll like t- <laughs> I used to get the
1: salt, the salad, and then like break a cheeseburger into it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Whenever we, whenever we were interrailing, it was like it was like there was always one beside a train station. You're always starving. It's like i get the salad, but I'll we'll
0: cheeseburger into it too just to why a why why did you get the salad? I'd have just got an extra cheeseburger. Uh,
1: the salads were good. In fact, the salads are actually more unhealthy than the burgers, I think, with more calories than the, the actual burgers.
0: Well, I guess it's deep fried, uh, I don't wanna know. <laughs> deep fried um, salad. Deep fried so I'd be up for that. Um <laughs> look at Scott's me. Look at, I look deep fried. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna chat about champions league draw, obviously. Um uh, bits and pieces that went on this week. The FA Cup uh, last four has been decided now. Semi finals have been picked, um, and four semi finals are through this weekend. And then just touch on a bit of other stuff around football. We we had our our babble day out last weekend. It was class crack. We're down in Dublin, Saint Steve with a brilliant day's crack um, with everyone, and yeah, we'll chat about that as well. But just as it's fresh, um, the FA Cups obviously just that the, the quarter final round is complete. Chelsea threw yesterday, comfortably enough, away in the Middlesbrough. They got there in the end after all the hoopla about it, Brent. and we'll talk about Chelsea and get you to give us your thoughts on that in a minute. City beat Southampton 4-1, 4-1? Yep. Uh, today, um, Palace obviously thumped Everton 4-0, and then Liverpool squeezed home past Northampton force in the late game of the night. So, uh, Paddy, City in the semi-final, Liverpool have quite a big April Uh, I think it's Watford, Benfica, City, Benfica, City, Everton or no United, Everton, Newcastle. So it's um, quite quite an April.
1: Yeah, big month, big month. I hate playing on City. I always always get nervous playing on City because they're brilliant, Um, and it just seems to always sort of throw up a storyline or two. So to play them twice in quick succession. think if you can if you can beat them those two times like like psychologically it's a huge blow obviously in the title race um and just gives you more momentum to push on to to win everything Liverpool are going for at the moment um still think city are favorites for the league um but yeah it's it's a huge month to be fair we couldn't have got a, a kinder draw in the champions league and we'd had kind of we'd had quite difficult draws so far this year I think we probably had the hardest group um, and then obviously played Inter here no mugs there so we're fortunate to get this draw Um the game's not won yet I, don't think I have a few decent players but really you'd expect Liverpool to dispatch them and and hopefully hopefully beat City a couple of times or at least draw with them at the Etihad in the league and beat them in the FA Cup that, that would be a Good result, I
0: think, as well, Brenton for Chelsea. Um, rough enough, <laughs> couple of weeks uh, off the pitch, certainly, anyway. Through in the Champions League, where you get Real Madrid, and we'll talk about the Champions League in a minute. Um, and then obviously through to through yesterday in the FA Cup, and you've got Palace, Vieira's Revolution, um, in the FA Cup semi final at Wembley. Happy enough? Um,
2: yeah, I mean, like the alternative was obviously. Liverpool City, so um, you would have to think Chelsea got the the favourable draw there, but um, <clears throat> it'll not be it'll not be easy. Um, Palace watch Palace dismantle Everton today. Um, obviously Everton have their own problems. Um, I mean, really turned into such a hoofball team. It's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> but Palace were were the opposite. Like the they were really good going forward uh, I was just saying before we came on there about the players that they have now and and we've got a squad depth too um Zaha and as Gallagher um probably was saying about Lisa as well um you know good good players going forward the only thing is obviously the tight pitch I think suits the way they play so it'll be interesting to see what they're like at Wembley um against Chelsea who you qu- quite used to playing there um and have a decent record at Wembley so um favorable draw yes but um Apollosil Vera's I I think he's been a breath of fresh air there he's he's been brilliant um he might not have got into the Babbles all-time Premier League 11 like but um that's that's maybe a conversation for another day um it, he's been he's been very good uh, at Palace so far this season and, and they deserve to to go through today definitely
0: on chelsea you haven't you haven't been able to make the last couple of podcasts brenton and um just give us your thoughts like i, I haven't really been paying attention to this weekend so don't know if anything's changed um obviously people have come to the front for uh new ownership who who's it looking likely to be this weekend supposed to be d-day i think was it it's supposed to be something it's supposed to be said it soon it's gonna be tomorrow when the stock market's <laughs> open or what's
2: yeah yeah um yeah, couldn't make the last few pots. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm always open. Um, trying to um get my head around what's going on. And that it literally changes, not even day by day, like hour by hour. I mean, those Chelsea journalists um probably never been busier. But um, so it's, it's actually it's hard to you know even when you want to look into it and want to see what's going on, it's hard to follow. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. just because there's so many bids and um you know apparently at one stage there was a couple of hundred interested parties i think they were called um broken down i think there's five or six serious bids um obviously one from a a saudi media group which um i think you know from what i've seen chelsea fans in general have come out against so hopefully that um is fed through to the board of directors or whoever um is going to make this decision um there's there's you know a couple of consortiums um we've seen that word a, a whole lot in the last few weeks um you know with american uh, sports team owners um and you know just on friday or, it must have been friday there um, i think john terry somehow got involved as well um wanting to uh, take a 10% stake uh, in a, a certain bid to um, I think it's 250 million or something um, would be invested and, and looks like on the uh, on the outside in mean, anywhere that that would be for the fans um, and no guarantee um that the fans would have a say, et cetera, et cetera. But it's all pretty much hearsay. I think, you know, there's obviously some bids that aren't public and reading between the lines, there are a few, um, you know, not public bids that may be more serious. It's, you know, usually the way things are done is behind closed doors. It's just very public uh, just because of the way the whole thing shook out with, with Abramovich. But, um, yeah, well, will I don't think we'll have to wait long, you know, sort of within the next week. Uh, we'll probably know um, who's favourites anyway or, or who's likely to to take over. I think there's a few important things for me is, you know, and the Chelsea Supporters Trust um, on, on Twitter is, is a great follow um, just for wanting to, um, you know, include the the likes of uh, like a shadow board for fans that sort of thing um the golden shares as a as talk about um with this new um regulation that's that's supposed to be coming in after the european super league um so you know could be a good time um for for a new ownership structure at chelsea it just um for me obviously Paderchak and Marino Granovsky are so important. I think they uh, it would be key for me that they were kept. And obviously, then again, Tugel is a, is another one. I think he's been absolutely class in in the way he's dealt with everything. And you know, ever since this whole mm. the sanctions thing, Chelsea have won every game they've played. Um, he's kept the players focused um, and pulled out some some really good results. So long, you know. And they obviously have had a few uh challenges in terms of travel etc it's not i mean it's absolutely nothing like when you compare it to to what's going on in ukraine um but as tuchel keeps saying like you know they have to just get up get on with what what they do what their day job is and um i think he he spoke really well on it and there's a, there was a suggestion i think that we Gimp carragher was the first one to to set uh but uh, united should go after him which um i did not appreciate uh but <laughs> you know he, he he's tuchel has sort of come out and um tried to reassure chelsea fans that you know he's kind of he's in it um at the minute for the long haul so things can change obviously but um yeah i think he's he's brilliant like he's um uh chelsea need to need to keep a hold of him for as long as possible in my opinion
0: yeah he he he, he got it tight at the start because um he 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 didn't know what to answer really like i don't know i don't know how you would um to be honest when things are going so badly wrong obviously in Ukraine and then the fact that Abramovich was clearly involved uh with things and, and stuff being made and stuff for the war so he didn't he didn't know what he's sort of grown in not grown into it but he sort of got used to it now maybe and he sort of maybe he's taken because first of all he was very which is understandable too he was like sort of you could tell his back was up and he was yeah. getting annoyed which uh, but sort of now he's I think he has handled it quite well in the whole situation there's been a lot of managers recently have been like Eddie Howe, he's refusing to talk about it, and um, by obviously what's been going on in Saudi Arabia, Um and I I think to be honest, Eddie Howe's trying to play it as if you know he's just here for the football. You, you can't just be there just for the football and stuff like that's going on. You there's you, you just can't when you're the face of the football club as a manager, <laughs> and for, even if you have nothing to do with it and you you go completely against it, you're going to get asked questions on it. You know you're just going to get asked questions on it so um yeah i think i i do think tuchel's come out of this quite well i i, I knew what carrie was at but i also understand as well the point he was making i think if there had is ever a chance that in, in the next couple of months that tuchel could be uh, nipped and united don't don't go for him and that just highlights how much of a clown college they are do you know what i mean i think i would be daft if you United didn't show an interest at all and thomas tuchel he is one of the best managers in the world he's like there's four or five elite managers and he's one of them and they need that um to start off with so yeah i don't i don't think that'll happen myself but um be interesting so be, it's going to be a big week i think chelsea now because it's the international break and usually things do get done in the international break so yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see where they go and and obviously, you're right. The supporters trust, and supporters come out and say they don't want Saudi money, which is fair enough. But it's it's a weird like who do you me and my dad were talking about this today. Like who 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 do you want? And it's hard like when a bill not a, billionaires aren't clean. Like <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find a clean millionaire that hasn't something or isn't doing something. Like FSG, for instance thankfully that not that we not know of anyway they're not involved in any heinous wars or anything like that but they tried to trade the name Liverpool. they tried to um increase ticket prices They tried to join the super league all this hair crack they're not perfect owners in the slightest the glazers just in there to float united in the stock market and make money off them and just cream money off the top of them and put nothing in themselves cronkey's had his issues at arsenal it's hard really to try and find a billion that's not going to have something so it's It's a strange situation. I think it'll get done, but it's just, in my opinion, it's what happens to the debt and where that goes and what happens with that. So I think that could be the one, you know, we mightn't see a free spending Chelsea for a little while when the new owners come in because they'll have to obviously clear a lot off the table. So it's still going to be interesting to see where Chelsea go from here. I don't think a new owner necessarily solves everything because I think those players, especially that haven't signed new contracts that are, like the other night, Aspiraquera, Christensen, and Rudiger all played. They might not be there next year. Do you know what? that's three of oh, yeah. back four gone? That's a good massive. chance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's massive. That, that's how do you come back from that? Like straight <coughs> down straight away. There's not a chance you buy a back four yeah. of that quality straight away. Not a mission.
2: Huge um mm. huge talk that Christensen has already signed a deal with Barcelona, or he's very yeah. close to it anyway. Um this whole thing this whole thing with um with rudiger looked like it was on a way to get getting um resolved uh, especially when christensen seemed like he was going and you know the then you know chaos ensued um but yeah it's um it's not ideal like let's put it that way obviously they did the whole dad thing um i think the 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 sort of thought is that, that if it gets wiped off um which was, well, sort of being discussed, um, because Abramovich didn't didn't want to take, make any profit off it, or some some way, whatever way it worked out, um, in terms of sporting integrity, um, wouldn't exactly be a fair playing field. There's, you know, talk. I think suggestions from other clubs that there should be points deductions. So there's all that to still get into and sort out. Um, so it might be a bit of a longer road than than we think mm-hmm. and also just to, to mention i think um about the the statement Chelsea released on the on the FA cup <clears throat> game earlier in the week i just think it was it was wrong it was obviously um maybe based on on emotion um bit of a sort of um you know obviously based on the government not um uh not coming down the sanctions um for for the tickets um ticket sales for the fa cup game um i think you know it took them a while but eventually held their hands up and and sort of said "Look, you know re- removed the statement and, and took came out and said it was wrong it was mistimed obviously um i, I don't think it was the the worst thing in the world. I think a lot of people sort of came out and um, very very strongly against it. Um, but listen, it was a mistake. I think a lot of boards have done worse. Um, but it's a it's a chaotic time for for Chelsea and, and those people making decisions. <clears throat> I mean, they probably don't really know what's going on. Check him on to Sky Sports before the can't remember even the game um last weekend and um dave jones was asking him questions and he, he you know he, he didn't really give any answers because i don't think he he really knows what the next step is what's going on he, he kept saying they're day by day 11 day by day making decisions day by day so um i i genuinely don't think they know what's going on and until kind of the the lawyers shift through the the bids, um, the, the picture will become a bit clearer, but, yeah, we're just
0: kind of kind ready and waiting as fans. So, obviously, in the football terms, we had the Champions League draw. Chelsea, heavily involved. Real Madrid, as I mentioned. Uh, City got Atletico Madrid. Uh, Liverpool got Benfica. And Villarreal played Bayern Munich. And then, obviously, potentially is uh, an all-English derby or an All-Madrid derby in that semi-final and it could be Benfica against Villarreal or Liverpool v Bayern in the other semi-final. And Paddy, as a Liverpool fan, the Benfica and then the Bayern or Villarreal side pleased?
1: Oh, you've got to be, yeah. You have to be. I think the, the only way it could have possibly been any better is if Atletico <clears> were playing Villarreal in our half. That would have been the three probably weakest teams in it uh, in Liverpool's half. But no, very, very lucky. Um as I said earlier, like still have to put Benfica away. They're clearly, clearly a decent side to get this far and to beat a good Ajax side um in Amsterdam. But um yeah, you would really you'd really fancy your chances there. Um and then if you get through that, you know, Bayern are very, very good side. Um they've been very kind of inconsistent this season, but if you've got a front four of, you know, Sane, Komen and um, Muller, Lewandowski or whoever they're going to play in or whoever and um, it's going to cause problems and like Lewandowski scores more than, goal, more than a goal a game for the last five years you know he's, he's fantastic so he's going to be very hard to shackle and pace all around him and you know with Musiala and Kimmich in midfield excellent um playing midfielders too so there's strength everywhere there Um obviously this is Caveat: This is if Liverpool get through and if Bayern get through. But on form, you would suggest that might be the semi-final. It'd be a very, it'd be a very interesting game.
0: Yeah, I, I was asked um, by a, a guest that we had on, probably Mike Colt, if I do a a preview, just voiceover or not voiceover, voice message for his latest pod coming out during the week on the Champions League draw. And I said in it, um, and I watched, I, I listened to it at the time. Uh, I was buzzing. But it wasn't buzzing because Liverpool got Benfica and that's how I draw. I just didn't want any English teams. I couldn't be arsed with an all English, uh, two legged Champions League tie. I couldn't be bothered with it again. I just couldn't be bothered because I had visions it was going to be City. And now I obviously we've got City in the FA Cup. That would have been April, just would have been City, basically. Yeah, with a couple of games in a row. Yeah. We'll like I basketball. Yeah, I couldn't be bothered with it. I wanted Real Madrid. We owe Real Madrid one. I know we've beat them in the European Cup final before, but lately they've beat us in um, the Champions League final and the group stages and then knockout stages, and Liverpool owe them one. I just wanted Real Madrid. Liverpool didn't get them. Brenton used cut Real Madrid, uh, obviously, who used conquered last year in the semi-final. But I don't think... I know they're getting beat at the minute 1-0 by Barcelona a scored, score, but I don't think it's... Um, Shout-out, John. i <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is wrong for me. But I think they might be better than they were last year. I think this is maybe a slightly better Real Madrid that could be coming to Stamford Bridge.
2: Yeah, top of the league. Um, Aren't they top of the league still? Yeah. Yeah. A good bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just, just like watch the watch the second leg against PSG as you and I did, Phil. Um, we did, and you will know what Real Madrid are all about, um, moderates clearly still, still has, um, world-class ability as does Benzema. Um, and they've got, you know, lots of players who can, who can win a match. Um, when you tie, um, I think they, they had a few players from right in saying, um, out of the second leg, uh, Casemiro being one, he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> can't remember, quite remember who the other one was at the minute. But, um yeah, starters. Um, so yeah, there will be. Uh, I, th- I think that'll be that'll be a great um, Champions League tie, um, <clears throat> possibly the pick of the bunch for the neutral. Um, and yeah, big difference uh, this year. Obviously, there'll be fans um at both these games which um which i don't think it was the case last year and also the the chelsea away game was was played in the the Madrid training ground pitch because uh, mm-hmm. the Burnaby was the was under out. construction so yes yeah, so it'll be um completely different um than last season but you know we've seen that you know chelsea or chelsea are very good in this competition obviously holders um and toogle can um hit it you know personally himself his record is is unreal two finals in a row um and now got to this stage he can he can set up his team to to sort of stifle or to to um go at teams when needs be um and hopefully chelsea will have you know a nearly fully fit squad i know will won't be there but um, I think Rhys James was named in the England squad, which he wasn't happy about. Um, hopefully he he doesn't go because he's he's just he's got another niggle. Um, you would need him fit and firing. Um, for for those big games uh, in April, including the the FA Cup, Sammy. So, um, mouthwatering tie. I love Banzema personally myself. You, uh, you know that, like uh, he's um. He'll be a handful he obviously scored the the real madrid goal um in the semi last year just he, he's just an unbelievable striker unbelievable number nine very very good in the air but um yeah, that battle against rudiger and Thiago silva especially in there will will be brilliant to watch um so looking forward to it i also think um just to touch on the others liverpool should have enough but um as Paddy says, like Benfica haven't got to the, you don't get the stage without being a, a good side and, and to have a bit of nice in Europe. So mm-hmm. um, they'll just need to be on their guard, I think, especially with, you know, all those other big, important games that they have surrounding that, which, you know, does does come into it. Um, Man City, I think, are, are going to have too much for Atletico. I know it's, you know, the, they were impressive in the in the second leg against United but um, United and City are, are worlds apart I think City are gonna you know United had a few big chances the likes of of De Bruyne etc Less list goes on um, I think City will, will create too much for them um, so I, I think Liverpool and City should, should on paper get through but like the Champions League is a Champions League um, there's there's some big sides in it but i hope that i hope the english sides apart from chelsea obviously do get through you know as well um because i know you said about the two-legged ties in england but when it gets to the semi-final final um there's a good buzz about it and obviously chelsea successful in that department last year so hopefully
0: it it will be a good omen i'm going to make a prediction <clears throat> i think it'll be a liverpool and real madrid final yep and i said this last week they want the lads and work that's who so i think it's going to be um just Ray, have Ray a, be good. just the real, we watched them brenton as you said they just they just look like the bit between their teeth this year um it's carl ancelotti and Champions League. <laughs> uh, you know what i mean i think he's won it like 350 times or something stupid like he, you know what i mean <laughs> he's just if he's not winning it he's he's there they're about it i don't know why he keeps doing it but they do and yeah i just fancy real madrid to be i, I know joe cole was, was his chelsea boy he was very brash about it after the draw which is fair but i i just think the with the way things are going at chelsea at the minute um, i just fancy real madrid to get one back on them, I, I, I think the I think especially that midfield, Madrid against Kante is going to be ridiculous. Um, but I do I do think Real Madrid will come through that. Likewise, I think they'll come through. Uh, City or Atletico Madrid ever comes through that, and then we'll see at the other side. Benfica, I watched that bits that Benfica games flicking between it, and I think it was United and Atletico Madrid run, um, and they did nothing <laughs> attacking wise all game. They they come they weren't arsed. They were not bothered in this latest. One set-piece, bang, Darwin Nunes scores. And that was, and and you, like there were still like, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever left. Benfica knew they'd have won. There was a chance at the end for Ajax, but he was offside. But Benfica were like, well, that's it. We know what's going to happen here. And teams like that in cup competitions are absolutely brutal to play against. Brutal to play against because they looked comfortable um, even though they're under you know, a lot of sustained pressure. But like Atletico Madrid at times under pressure severe pressure from united not as in united recruiting money chances in the second half but just constant possession and we are like all right <laughs> whatever um, and they're very very dangerous and then the other one Villarreal, like our old friend unai Emery, um good evening he's back uh, he, he, they they'll they'll fancy especially them that at their ground little tight ground they'll fancy giving Bayern a game and, and getting stuck into it, but i do think Barnes should come through that, and then if Liverpool come through theirs, as you said, probably that that tie as a semi final is absolutely um, unreal on paper. But yeah, that's what I think's going to be. that be my prediction. That's, I just have a hunch that that's who the final is going to be. Uh, those two sides, um, which would be uh, interesting because we certainly deal own them one um, from the last time. I don't use things going to happen like, but that's that would be my view on it. yeah it's a fair prediction like
1: um you know we mentioned Benzema and and, and Modric they're sort of highlighted but Vinicius has been an absolute revelation as well this season mm. has been unbelievable um like I think there was a stage a season and a half ago two seasons ago that Benzema was caught on camera actually telling his teammates to stop giving Vinicius the ball because he was consistently making poor decisions of the ball losing it cheaply <clears throat> and that uh, you know to see that the kind of rapport they've built up uh on the, on the pitch over the last sort of 12 months has been unreal like finishes just looks incredible so yeah real real will um will have a really good shot i just i just find it hard to look past um city at the moment i just think i know they've had a wee walk not even a wobble like they've drawn a few games in the in the league and then obviously spurs beat them but i think they're still as brandon says they will create at least five clear-cut chances in a game of football. Now they don't have a proper nine, uh, and when they do remedy that, if they do get Haaland, watch out. Like there Holland could score forty goals. He could do. Lewandowski can score forty goals in a season. Like, um, with proper service if he stays fit. Like Marez and De Bruyne and Grealish feeding in wee balls across the six-yard box, it would be absolute meat and drink for him. Like,
0: um, we say that, and, and I do. I'm... 100 percent agree with that but there's all the evidence is there and i can hear steve in the back of my head and he'll love when i say this for pep Guardiola, the big brain that tie. it's all there for pep Guardiola to try something try to be quirky try to do something different in that tie, and let Madrid sting them that is all there for that to happen and i'm and, and not being the slightest surprised not it'll be fascinating
1: game they're 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 different ends of the spectrum of like like complete shit housery and then wanting to play the most beautiful football, score the most beautiful goals in the world. I think they're probably
0: it's the perfect European Cup match. That'd be good. Yeah. It's the perfect European Cup match. Um it's my I'll tie the around, I think, because I just love shithouses, I love being a shit house myself. And I I, I genuinely hope that letting Madrid score first in the first leg in inside one minute and then for the rest of both <laughs> games, do nothing. What shit house, Time waste, <laughs> fall down, win free kicks. Just do literally no more attempts. Score inside the first minute of the first game and then do nothing for the rest of it. I just want to see Pep's head go... <laughs> just like the bang. Uh, like a, a cartoon on the sideline. Um, But yeah, and then obviously, Brent, I think you're obviously, you'll are you be wanting Chelsea to come through. But uh, I, I think that's going to be... Just too much of them. Just, just with everything going on in the background, and I, they just still don't. Apart from Havertz, um, there's still something not right. We were talking about Tommy Abraham earlier on the WhatsApp mm-hmm. group. It's just still something. That, I mean, Havertz, like that goalie scored uh, last week against Newcastle was absolutely. We watched it; was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and yeah. but there's just not there's just something missing from Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? They just look like um just stuttering stuttering along there's not really cohesiveness there so it's yeah it'll be interesting to see how they get on
2: yeah i think they it'll be it'll be much more difficult than than last year's tie i think and um they they're not playing as well going into it um yeah you know they've had some some decent results not not against any anyone particularly big but um one advantage I think they have is that they they play Brentford, I think, and Southampton before the Real Madrid games. So not the most difficult. Um, I say that like Southampton could easily beat Chelsea, so could Brentford, you know what I mean. But <laughs> on paper, um, you know they're not they're not huge um, huge games um, like Liverpool have. Really, um, I'm not. I'm not sure who Real Madrid play, but um yeah the, it's such a it's an unknown Chelsea I, I know what you mean I haven't quite clicked um you know there's there's players in in fits and starts of form Havertz is, is the one of them minute. he didn't play in the FA Cup um there'll now be an international break um you know so hopefully there'll be no injuries um you know Mike has has been involved in some goals in his last five or six games scoring an assistant so um you just hope that that you know people are writing into form just at the right time of the season, um, and I suppose that's that's kind of an unknown at the minute. Um, as you say, it could be important off the pitch for Chelsea this this international break. Hopefully, they can sort as much as as possible um, and just get the focus back um, on the team when it comes to the you know the crunch. Crunch time in, in these competitions. Um I think they just need a few more few more wins in the Premier League to to hopefully secure top four. Um and then they can kind of focus on those um those latter stages, the the quarters and semis of the of the Champions League and FA Cup and who knows if they can squig a trophy out of it, um, it'll be a, another successful season.
0: Big time. Especially if it's all big ears. Um mm-hmm. Uh, yes, to take it away from uh, Champions League football yesterday, folks, I was at uh, Windsor Park to watch um, and I witnessed the the birth party of a new Finnish superstar. We've had Sami Huppie, we've had Jari Lippmann in, and now we have E2 for Tynan. So, he's, only, 20, he's only, only 21 at the National for Finland, signed for Linfield in January. He's been in and out of the team. Hasn't scored yet. Scored four yesterday and assisted one as a one five now. <laughs> it was like, and he was it. It I was I was well, afterwards I was talking to Michael Hammond afterwards the commentator for Real Ulster, and he's like that was that was insane. Like it, he he like it wasn't as if Duncan were like gifting him or like they were like the, the, Duncan have been a great side in the Irish League this year, really really good side. Nobody likes playing them because they really want to play type of football. I was at the cup game against Crusaders and they ran Crusaders so close Um played brilliant football that day but he just made it look so easy and I was talking to David Healy afterwards when we were talking about forwards now everybody mentions I know Lewandowski and Haaland are two freaks but everyone looks at small quick powerful forwards like look at Liverpool across the front three um, Chelsea have had uh, like even Pulisic and Ziad and all different things I know they've Havertz now is a little bit different, but he even isn't that. You wouldn't call him an out-and-out striker. He's sort of a number ten hybrid type player that just happens to be scoring plenty of goals. Thankfully for you, Brenton Whereas for and actually, play, it's like real old school. He just hangs on the shoulder the whole time of the center, of either centre half, just right beside them, and he's watching. He's what banging away he goes, and it was it was quite nice actually to watch some old school type forward play. It reminded me very much so of what Michael Owen used to do. just sit I was on about, the, I was about to use the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just, just right. he, he literally was exactly. You sit on the shoulder and then take off. And uh, Ma, um, Mashearney was playing. Um, oh, Machine what's that? I can't remember his name. He used to play centre half for Rangers. He signed for uh, Dungannon now, and God, like he played—he actually played all right, played well for Dungannon. But he was sort of is constantly getting either him or the other centre half, were just. They, they didn't know where to stand or what to do next because for Tynan's movement was his class and I thought just brilliant to see like brilliant for the league brilliant for the Irish league the players of this quality coming in but to wait to score your first goal and then score four and assist as your team wins 5-0 is uh, is decent decent goal Very impressive very impressive do, do they
1: own him? Did they sign him out right? I think loan? he's on is loan
0: it? I think he's possibly on loan um, I'll double check it as we're talking here but I think, I think he is on loan um, but I, I like. I don't know if they'll keep him that long if he if he's doing all that crack. Uh, yeah, he's on loan from St Johnston. Um, okay, so not not
1: a not a massive club either, but um, it's good to see quality coming to the league, even if it is a loan. Um, you know, even kind of, uh players from overseas and things like it's good good for the league. Adds adds to the strength of it, and and hopefully adds to. You know, helps some of the players here develop as well if they're seeing players like that come in.
0: And Paddy Porter, I got a 2-0 win as well. They've
1: yeah, they've turned it around a wee bit. They they threw away a few points against Carrick or two points against Carrick that are, lately could have been massive for them, but they're really they're breathing breathing down Carrick's neck now like that. They, they might just be able to to get away and finish tenth, um, if they keep if they keep up this rate of of getting points. So that was unthinkable like they look more likely to finish bottom than 10th and um, mm. you know two or three months ago Um watched them maybe been to see them only three times this year but you know they weren't good any of those days the game on boxing day they got beaten by nine men from was one of the worst performances i've ever seen in any sport <laughs> ever um it was awful awful like you could have you could have driven up Portadown. High Street and pick eleven boys and I would say that probably would have been better than Portadown that day. They were awful. Um they didn't know how to play against nine men. It was laughable. Um but uh, they seem to have seemed to have turned it around and yeah, we'll see what happens. Um and obviously the legal split pretty soon um and kind of makes it makes next, it next week. I'll be next lots week. of um, important games next week, right? Very good. Um so we'll see see how that one goes but um yeah it's good that you got a trip to windsor windsor is unrecognizable in the last you know five years to what it was i started going to northern iron games in 1996 and like windsor's a shithole. Um, and like to see see it now is like a proper kind of modern football stadium one that held a super cup actually the the chelsea won um you know is is great to see like it's fantastic right now
0: um before we move on, finish off the poll because I think Paddy may have a quiz for us. Barcelona are two 0 up at half time, so my prediction of really getting the Champions League final has struck gold, obviously. Um, chavi doing the What's business. It? I'm looking. I'd yeah. say, i
2: say I'm just looking at the fixtures. Here, if the so Irish League, I'd say one point are probably quacking in their boots, like with um with Linfield to play on now. Yeah, on Saturday
0: Bob. morning, on half twelve. Yeah, thankfully they have were split obviously as Patty was saying so they'll, they'll have a chance to try and claw points back then if they can't get them on on saturday and um, but i think it looks pretty bleak for one point a minute but there's still will be a wee bit to go in the league Patty, i believe you might have a quiz for us i do have a quiz
1: to finish us off tonight and um, so just to, to explain to our our listeners the 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 type of quiz it's one that i heard on the quickly kevin podcast and um, which if, if anyone hasn't heard of it is uh a 90s nostalgia podcast which uh, they get different 90s guests on and um, would have been the era that i would have grown up watching football it's great great uh, great to listen to but to finish off every show with a quiz uh, and it's a starting 11 quiz um awesome. so the premise is a game is picked um and then you challenge your mates to to take it in terms of name players who started that game uh if you name a player that started then it moves on to the next person and um, Our rules are that if you name someone who was a used substitute, you have to pick a game. If you name someone who was an unused substitute, you lose a life. Um, In Dublin we were doing this game with more people, so everyone started with one life um, and the final two, if you get down to the final two, you got an extra life added. Um, Because we're only doing it with two here today boys, both of you will start on two lives. And we'll, we'll we'll get going. Um, so the game in question, which uh, just to confirm, neither this is this has not been staged. Neither of these guys know. So the game in question is from the thirteenth of May, twenty twelve. It is Manchester City versus Queens Park Rangers in a very <laughs> special game for Man City, um, probably the most famous game of their history. Uh, one would argue. Um, So, we're going to start off with uh, Philly. You're in the top left of my screen, so we'll start with you. Would you like to name someone that started that game for Man City or Queen's Park Rangers?
0: Joe Hart.
2: Joe Hart was a Nets, correct. By the way, disclaimer, Philly is unbelievable at this game, so... (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, I I can confirm
1: that... uh, we uh we did this game down south and i've never i remember we were in dublin i've never played a game with a bigger bunch of freaks in my life uh all these are freaks brandon jeddy steve and phil so um definitely so on you brandon Uh, you can name um, someone who, who started the game i'll go vincent company
0: vincent company is correct back to phil um I will go Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero is correct. Don't
2: think he started. Um what about Zabalata? Great shout, Zabalata. Yep. He's there.
1: Started.
0: Um We have two lives, don't we?
2: Two lives, yep. You can I take
0: our TPR player here. Um, from? I know he was there because he was celebrating with City, but he mightn't have gone on. I'm going to go CC. Gibril? Yeah.
1: Absolutely correct. Started the game.
2: Great shot. You yes. should. Sure.
1: The Lord of uh, can't remember. He he bought a a house, yeah. He's a a man, the Lord of the Manor of something, yeah. Uh,
2: Yep, he's there. Um, he didn't start like. This is probably a terrible listening. Um, <laughs> if, if you're just if you're just on the audio version of this pod, um,
0: Bobby Zamora.
2: Bobby Zamora,
1: great shout! He started alongside Gabriel Cisse up front.
0: Nice. That is a
1: great answer. Great answer. Um, I will go. We also had a fantastic song about him when the ball
0: hits the net yes. like a fucking rocket that's Zamora. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll go Samir Nasri Samir Nasri indeed great shout we're set seven for seven here lads. strong start I am dust now I'm keep your players Sean Wright Phillips Sean Wright Phillips there's a shout correct yeah. He's a QPR, wasn't he? He was, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was that was kind of a like could have been at both teams. <laughs> nah <laughs> Um
0: I don't know if he was there at the time. Joey Barton? Joey Barton started and sent off as well,
1: rather famously, <laughs> as usual. Fuck. We've got more <laughs> um, probably fifty red cards.
0: We've got more QPR players than I thought we would.
1: I went to see a Bristol Rovers game this season on a stag day, and Barton was the manager. And even the Bristol Rovers fans didn't like him.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> a prick.
1: Um. So yes, no, we're nine for nine. Good shot.
2: Let's see.
1: Cliche what a shout correct oh, yeah oh, oh, oh.
0: uh Mika Richards
1: <sighs> I'm afraid he was an unused substitute oh, I think this is one so of the few games unlucky. he didn't start that season so who started Was the it.
0: It so, company
1: Phil you've lost yeah. one life but mm-hmm. the bathroom now passes to Brandon for the next guess
2: um um it's deadly it is hard um I, th- I think it might have been too early but i'll d michaelis i'm afraid no
1: that's a, no. a life lost he not not in squad so we're down to our life each um well is this a good point to recap what we need position wise will that help yeah yeah okay so for City, we need one centre-half, two central midfield players and a striker. For QPR, okay. we need the keeper, all the back four, two midfielders. So we have seven from QPR and um, four for Man
0: City. Yaya Toure. Yeah.
2: yeah Correct. Ah. Shade.
1: So that leaves from oh. City one centre half, one center midfield player,
2: one striker. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the striker because. Well, I'll just have Balotelli but i think he, he was a sub wasn't he he was a used
1: substitute i think it was his yeah. only premier league assist as well um but yes so you, you you have to pick again, but you don't yeah. lose a life
0: who have we said up front for city britain aguero you have, have you, you have
1: said um
0: in fact maybe there's another player in the end. So.
1: you have said nasri and aguero jackie you're actually missing two forward players then Two forward players.
2: It would have been around city. It's hard because they, like they obviously signed so many players in around that time, and a lot of players were probably in and out the door pretty quickly.
1: yep so you're missing one one center half one center midfield player two forwards now for sitting what a paper and full full back four for qpr and a couple of midfielders de Jong Nigel de Jong was a used substitute so you have to go again oh. come on, or half, come on or half time for Yaya Thure.
2: god that's that's so harsh <laughs> <laughs> um uh. I think he might have been after this but I've, I've nobody else in my head um
0: Tevez
1: Tevez started yep oh
0: Correct. thank Christ um have we said well, David Silva
1: that, no you haven't he started oh yet. my word so now you've got all the forwards forward players for sure you're just missing one center half one center midfield the field still missing still missing seven
2: qpr players yeah i don't know if we're gonna them qpr is um, dust david silva i can't believe it <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a player um i know i can we can help each other a wee bit can't we Bratton and i don't go off me here, but I think the centre midfielder might have been English. That's what I'm thinking. You're right. right okay. Oh, there Ooh. you go. And that's so one so, so do we have
2: a centre half and a centre midfielder, and the centre midfielder is English? Correct. Nothing's really coming to me.
0: When they do it in quickly, Kevin, yeah. do they sometimes never get it, Paddy?
1: Um. Oh, like they'll they'll always get a few, but yeah, they, they maybe won't they won't get them all. Like, um. Or very rarely.
0: I watched this game in your house.
2: Yeah, like a, such, it's such an iconic oh, game. One first half, um, yeah. But you only. Well, I only remember where I was goalie. I, I know that did, did Zamora <laughs> score? Did, did somebody like
0: there, I was, know there was like some somebody lifted the ball over Joe Hart. Was there for one? Yeah, there was. A, he's a Scottish striker, and he was on TV the other night. And his first mm-hmm. name was Jamie, and I can't get his second name. Yeah, he was playing. Yeah. He was playing on yeah. the wing that day, according to this. Liverpool were linked with him before as well. Do you mean? Yeah, he played for a few clubs. I think in the Premier League, didn't he? Um,
1: he maybe played. No, this was probably his only Premier League club. Wimbledon, Aye. MK Dons, Exeter, Sutton United, Plymouth, QPR, Nottingham Forest. Reading, QPR, Oxford, retired twenty. Abersh,
2: okay, nine Scottish cups. That is a long, mediocre career. Yeah, scored
1: less than one in five throughout his, throughout his career.
2: Yep, yeah, I don't know this. Like um, it's
0: four 0 to Barcelona. Ooh. Holy smokes! <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Manny Bamian, I don't know it just flashed on my phone there 4-0 I didn't want people to think I was cheating so I'll put it back down again remember uh,
2: uh, imagine an Aubameyang hat-trick just <laughs> float Jetty the, the city the city center half is also tormenting me <laughs> he was on and, uh, Soccer AM
1: about six months ago doing the, the drill the skills drill i've never seen a worse professional footballer do skill drills in my life
2: <laughs> yeah. like. nah, I, I don't know off. what I, i'll i'll say somebody like scott sinclair for a random guess oh, no PPR player but it's a good good shot but no no um so
1: Billy do you want to just shout out a few names who you think was playing I think James Milner might be playing no Milner bench unused oh Gareth Barry then Gareth Barry is the is the midfielder the center half uh also in for City, also English I oh, Noah. he played fullback for QPR that day oh, um, oh. he started this, a crossover this, here? this um the city center half played for England
0: Twenty six times. Twenty six times for England. Uh, he's retired now. He's
1: retired. Twenty seventeen. Played for a oh. number of Premier League clubs: Wolves, Everton, Man oh, West Brom. Jordan Lescott. Totally, nice, Scott. So that's that's the City team. Just right. to give you, just to run through the subs for City out there, the ones that come on were De Jong, Edin Dzeko, Mario Balotelli. Unused subs for City: Costel Pantilimon, big Romanian keeper, Micah Richards, Alexander Kollarov, and James Milner. For QPR, the
0: keepers. Um, to give you a clue on that, that it's Neil Warnock. Just best give mate. me clues. Don't give me. Obviously, we can't win the, the round this week. Palace won, and but give me clues. Neil Warnock's best mate signs him everywhere. Paddy Kenny? Paddy Kenny, yeah.
1: What? Cent, <laughs> centre half. Richard um,
0: Dunn?
1: No, I uh, think more John Terry's mate. William? Ferdinand? What?
0: Anton Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yeah, Anton yeah. Ferdinand
1: was partnered by uh, Suarez, not Megdom, and a 3-0 win off this road. One, one year, he's big, kind of gangly centre half. Um, really forgettable, really forgettable name. I can't National really league. give you any better cues than that. He's English clintel oh uh, god clintel left back i've got to say he's the pointless answer i'm just going to say his name because i nope. don't know if you're going nope. to get him nigerian nope. nigerian left back <laughs>
0: um Trori? no wait nigerian left back that played for qpr <clears throat> do you remember him at all party his name even uh i remember his name
1: i would wouldn't have said this again in a million years who'd they sign him from um he was on loan from sc milan what uh and afterwards he was in some he went basically downhill fast dinamo kia Bursaspor, hjk helsinki lausanne afc s rops there's no but, way you know. Him. He's so, probably isn't? more famous for his time at Marseille. He was brought in to fill the void of one Big Cent lizarazu razu when he left
0: for Bayern Rock. Munich. Like Bayern ba- 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 ba. <coughs> go on Go ahead, Paddy. Go on ahead. Tay <laughs> oh.
1: Um midfield, you've got Jimmy Mackey, you've got Sean Light you've got Joey Jimmy Mackie. But- the only other midfield player is, um, can't you play for Crystal Palace quite a bit? Yeah, play for Palace, um, English as well, uh, English, um, unspectacular central midfield player. Uh, he was at Leeds as well. Um, he's currently
0: a first team coach at Crystal Palace. Oh. Stephen Reid, no. no, um, he's like uh, he, why did I say Stephen? Oh, I... Uh... Fuck's sake. His
1: his, his surname is the, also the name of a of a city in Northern Ireland and a county. What? Name counties.
0: In Northern Ireland? Like
2: all Arma yeah. Monaghan.
0: Honey Gold's his first one he says in Northern Ireland, too. Fair play.
2: <laughs> Derry, Derry, Sean Derry.
1: Derry. Sean Derry. That's the team. That is the team. And just for completeness, substitutes Radic Shirley. Sean London Derry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Radic Shirley, Danny Gabadon, uh, Armand Troore. I think you said Troore there. Adel Tarap, who will be coming up against Liverpool in the Champions oh. League. Bouzaki, DJ Campbell, and Jay Bothroy.
0: Uh, so there you and, go. And did they get relegated? No, they stayed up.
1: They stayed up. And just looking at the stats that day, QPR had eighteen point seven percent possession.
0: Nice, folks. That'll do us uh, for the football bubble this week. myself and Johnny, be back on Thursday night for TMB, depending on whether life gets in the way again or not. But as I said, to start of the show, we're going to change things up a wee bit. Going forward, it's going to be a live show on Sunday night, um, a bit like what we did there now. We're going to take it a little bit less serious, have more like what Paddy has for us, there are quizzes and stuff going on. You're going to be able to get involved as well, so we'll do some posts this week to let you all know. Come and get us uh, and see us live, or join us live on, on Twitter, and fire in your questions and quizzes for us, because that's we did it last week. We sat for about nine hours in a pub up <laughs> last week, and uh, <laughs> literally just talked shit. For nine hours and just thought why are we not doing this anyway as, as a report anyway because it's something that we love and we think you'll get something out of it as well so um yeah stay tuned for that folks thanks for listening as well or watching whatever way you've chose to follow the battle this week and um, hope you enjoyed it Uh, it's international break if you're into it enjoy international break if not Have a little break and then you'll see your club action back soon. Also, if you get a chance in Ireland or Northern Ireland, get out to one of the games in the League of Ireland, the Irish League. You will not be disappointed. Patty and Brenton, thank you very much. Talk to you soon.
1: All the best.